Hey there. Thanks for joining me today on this episode of Wealthy Wellness Biz, the podcast. So in the last decade, I think we could all agree that there are a lot of acronyms that have come into our public lexicon. Um, One of my favorites is the opposite of FOMO. It's JOMO. It's the joy of missing out as an introverted, intuitive, uh, highly sensitive type of lady. I like my private time and I like not having a lot of things to do. I I have to admit, so I'm more of a, a JOMO person than a FOMO. But in today's episode, I want to introduce you to an acronym that rules them all as a business owner and one that you just have to get down with um, or good luck in business. And that is KLT. KLT stands for know, like, and trust. You may have heard this before. Maybe this is your first time getting introduced to this concept. But regardless, KLT needs to be your guiding North Star for your marketing and sales decisions, all of them. And so it's a topic that I want you to get really, really, really familiar with. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing the five triggers that will strengthen the know, like, and trust factor in your messaging. And I'll also share more details about what KLT actually is, why you should care about it, and why you need to bring more of it into your business. But before we get into the juicy teaching part of today's podcast episode, I want to invite you to join me in the Wealthy Wellness Biz Membership. Uh, In this membership, you are going to get access to deep dive trainings and modules about building your wealth, uh, your wellness business, um, which is great even if you're just getting started or if you're already in business, but you're wanting to strengthen the online component, maybe your brick and mortar and you're learning how to bring your business online or you already have an online business, but you would like to attract more clients and just build a really, really targeted a streamlined business where you know the reason behind everything that you're doing. So that's a big component of of how I like to teach is just get rid of all of the fluff. There are so many different marketing tactics out there and I've been in the business for over 15 years now. So I've seen all of these platforms come and go and uh, but the principles of marketing are timeless and they they don't change you know the platforms change and the tactics change but the principles don't so if you want to learn more with me alongside me alongside of a community of other wellness business owners i would love if you join us in the membership you'll get access to trainings to monthly q and a's live zoom trainings with me and the community so Uh, Everything you need to get started and join us today is right there in the show notes, so you'll find the link down below. And now, without further ado, let's get into the training about KLT. Five triggers that need to be present on your website, social media, newsletter, etc., that will strengthen the no like and trust factor in your message. You also see this sometimes as KLT, know, like, trust. People need to start to know you, they need to start to like you, and they need to start to trust you. And pretty much everything that we do in marketing is about strengthening this KLT, getting in front of more people, uh, being there consistently, um, creating rapport, and creating trust and authority so they feel like 
you know, that yes is a lot easier. So I'm just going to go through these five triggers. Number one is reciprocity. So this is by offering your audience like a free, but genuinely valuable, like an email series, an online program, a webinar, uh, a checklist, like a freebie. These are your lead magnets. Um, they're far more likely to take the next step in the sales process when it's presented. So there is, um, these are all based on science and psychology. It's the science of persuasion. It's humans and how we're wired to interact with one another. And one of the things is reciprocity. So one good deed, like a freebie, um, helps grease the wheels and ease the relationship into taking the next step. Number two is scarcity. And that's the principle of the harder it is to get something that is the scarcer, uh, the scarcer resource appears or the more urgent its appeal, the more we want it. So I would question how you could bake in scarcity into some of your marketing effects. Like for instance, brand better, we only take on a couple clients. So these are coveted spots. There's not like, we're not taking on 15 people. We're taking on two. Um, and, but we do this regularly though. So like scarcity is kind of built into our live events. Uh, scarcity is built into our Facebook ads, um, built into our social media. So you want to like find some ways of like, whether the scarcity is like you only run your group program six times a year. And otherwise that, you know, these programs, like uh, the ones that only like, whether it's like Marie Forleo's B school or impacting millions or some kind of marketing class where it only opens up once a year. So if you don't get in, you're waiting for a whole year to learn those skills. And so it creates this urgency and scarcity. So are there ways that you can kind of bake that into your marketing with, um, either having like a certain amount of spots or having your programs open only just a few times a year. Number three is consistency and commitment. So this is a principle that I've talked about a few times now, which is small yeses always precede big yeses. And small yeses make the bigger yeses even easier to do. Um, put another way, the first yes is hard. The second is a lot easier. So with this, you want to show up regularly with consistent content and a consistent message. I've got your back and I'm here to help. When people sign up for your mailing list, when they start to follow you on like social media, which is the first, like these like micro yeses, then they might join your mailing list and they might sign up for a webinar and then they might sign up for your low hanging fruit program. Uh, but it's always cool to see, like, we have a $37 lead magnet. It's like we have a personality quiz, like a brand quiz that leads to a brand pop toolkit. That's like a mini course that's on sale for 37 bucks. It converts really well. But when you look back in the data, a lot of our clients who have come in and they're spending 15, um, five, 10, $15,000, $16,000 to work with us. They started out as like somebody who bought a $37 product from us. It's not manipulative. Like these are just like, it's the way it's designed to kind of flow, like the user flow where you start with free. It's like the pyramid we were talking about. You started ascending the ladder and um, a lot of people who are buyers, they tend to be like repeat buyers in a space. So for us, our clients are buyers in the wellness industry and they're learning about marketing. And so they might buy one of our courses for $37. And sometimes people buy it. Like this is the thing and it's important to know this too. So I'll take just a side note here. People who buy your low 
hanging fruit, they might not always consume it. Some people like myself, um, if I want to work with somebody at a higher level, I'll often buy purchase, um, lightly consume some of things are that are on their more like low hanging, low tier. So maybe that's an ebook. Maybe that's a $50 online program. Maybe it's getting into their like paid membership. That's like $50 a month because I'm thinking about investing at a higher level. So not everybody is, uh, sometimes your programs will act as a little bit of a decoy, for people to just like peek behind the curtain and see like, is the content really good? So you want to make sure that whether it's from the free level, just because it's free doesn't mean that it's no low quality. So we want to make sure that from anything from free podcast episodes all the way up to hundred, $200 programs that you're like still giving out your best work because that's going to create and again, a feeling of reciprocity where, and a feeling of like, like trust and authority where if their content that's free or low cost is this good, then the paid stuff must be amazing. The paid transformation must be amazing. So we want to make sure that like everything that we put out there is like super high quality, even if it's uh, for free. For example, this five-day live launch, which you could do something similar for your business, this is all a labor of love. It's it's for free. Um, if anything, it's just some loss leaders because we pay money for Facebook ads. We're paying you know X amount of dollars for every person that signs up, and there is reciprocity here. But it's also like we want to show up and deliver some of our best content for free, and and that's intentional, you know. And you can do the same thing for your business too. So it's important to start to dig into like the feeling of quality, but also knowing that not everybody who's buying it, sometimes people are buying your like programs and your $37 toolkits just so they can peek behind the curtain to see like, do they start to get an intuitive sense that it would be great to work with you? So number four here is authority. People not only respond to legitimate authority, they also respond to the appearance of it. So this is important in persuasion psychology. That means you need logos and credentials. And you see them all the time. It's like featured in, or we want to specifically display these on your website, but you could also put them on paid advertising. You could put them on media kits. You could, when you're reaching out to guest posts or you're trying to get people on your podcast or any of that stuff, we want to make sure that we're showing uh, on the website and all of our materials are credibility markers. So that's, you know, logos of where you've been featured, what your credentials are. Number five, uh, and this is so, all of these things go back to branding, rapport, authenticity, and likability. So however much we pretend our decisions are logical and data-driven, in reality, pr people prefer to say yes to individuals they know and like. In other words, if they like you, they'll buy from you. And so part of being likable doesn't necessarily mean that you have to be like bright and bubbly and be a personality that you're not. You know, we are like one thing that we can say about humanity is it's different strokes for different folks. There are so many different types of people out there. There are so many um, different types of personality. And so this is full permission to be yourself. But in that, I want you to devote yourself to these three tools. Number one is developing shared interests and similarities. Um, so I know that a lot of the people that we work with, even though we never advertise it, are kind of like subtly interested in like uh, astrology or human design or Neogram or Myers-Briggs 
kind of like personality test junkies and I am too. And so I don't shy away from asking people like what their astrological signs are or finding out uh, what their Myers-Briggs is and let them know that people on the team are, you know, I'm an INFJ, there's INTJs, there's a lot of our team is made up of intuitive introverts. Um, that means we're very sensitive. That means we're very, and I mean sensitive in the best way. We use our senses to develop brands. We want to know like if your brand was a flavor, what would it taste like? What kind of outfit would it wear? What's its theme to? And we want to like use our senses to kind of holistically build brands that are really authentic for our clients. So developing shared interests and similarities beyond just like, I'm a doctor, this is what I do. This means being able to show up like our client DJ, who is uh, a skincare doc, but she's also a comic book nerd. She's spoken at Comic Con. She wants to be a superhero. So like stepping and give yourself permission to step into your hobbies and your interests and, and finding places where this connects with your ideal client. Number two is being complimentary. I know this seems like it should go without saying, but sometimes we want to like keep distant from people. And then number three is developing familiarity and rapport. We do this though through showing up consistently, uh, creating some type of, whether this is a podcast is great for that because you're spending like anywhere from like 20 to 60 minutes or more talking. What are we doing today on this, on this live launch here on this, um, these classes is we're developing rapport. You're spending time with me. You're getting to know like a little bit about me, my the way that I teach, the way that I process and see the world, and um, deciding whether that's potentially a good fit for you to not only work with us, but also just like stay a part of this community, stay on the mailing list, um, because we we make. Um, a big mistake when we think that everything that we put out there in the world has to be truly unique. And it doesn't, there are people out there who are waiting and can't hear that message correctly until they hear it from exactly the way that you need to say it. The exact constellation and recipe of all of the different mixture that you have inside of you, of all of the things you're passionate about, of all the, the way you communicate and present information, uh, is it from more from a feeling space? Is it more from an intellectual space? Is it more scientific? Is it more theoretical and abstract? There are people, enough people to make a big, robust business for you that really want to hear things the way that you have to say them. And I want you to give yourself permission for that. So show up on social media, give the world a little more of a flavor for who you really are. Um, and your business, you know, you may be like a group practice where there's a bunch of people. Well, like what are, what are some shared characteristics of the brand, the bigger brand and show up to create that familiarity and rapport. And number six is the last one. I just had to check for a second before I said that. And that's social proof. So social proof is exactly what it sounds like. It's leveraging testimonials, endorsements, ratings that come from real people instead of you. In other words, the first psychological trigger to increase your conversions and sales shouldn't come from you. It should come from the people who are already using your product or service. Now, you might not be able to do this if you're just, just getting started, 
but testimonials are super powerful, social proof, super powerful. You, the more authentic, the better somebody just taking their iPhone and turning it around and just talking to the camera about a transformation that they got with you, what their experience was, whether it's written words, um, some industries, I know it's hard to get testimonials that have people's names on there or pictures. Um, but in that case, we could have people go to a Facebook review or something online where they can fill out like five stars and let people know what kind of transformation they got with you. So those are some of the credential credibility markers that you need to have on your website. There's lots more, but these are some really important ones that I want you to think about adding to your social media channels, to your profiles, and to your website. Now, if you want to learn how to become the go-to wellness expert brand in your industry, regardless of whether you're a solo practitioner or a group clinic, I have something that you're going to love, and it's totally free. It's our brand pop book bundle. It's all of the tips and tricks that you need to build an unforgettable wellness brand that's built for explosive profit and impact. In this bundle, you are going to receive a copy of my book, Brand Pop. Um, you are also going to receive some bonuses in here too, like number one is the Wellness Expert Business Masterclass series. That's a three-part series. Um, where you're going to learn how our three-step process to build a better wellness expert brand, refining your brand niche, your messaging, your strategy, building brand authority, and using your visual identity to project preeminence and leadership in your niche. You're also going to receive bonus number two, which is how to build a powerful brand workshop. And bonus number three is our brand planner toolkit. So by getting this book bundle, you're also going to receive instant access to a 20-page brand planner workbook that has targeted branding exercises for crystal clear brand clarity. Sounds awesome, right? So you're going to get that for free. I'm going to give you the link here, um, and you can also find it in the show notes. But for the book bundle, you're also going to get an invitation to join our Facebook group, Wealthy Wellness Biz. I want to see you guys in there. If you like the material that's here on the podcast, you're going to love the community. So this, uh, the link is bit.ly forward slash brand pop bundle. It's B-R-A-N-D-P-O-P-B-U-N-D-L-E. So that's bit.ly slash brand pop bundle. And you can also find that in the show notes. Also, if you want to work with our team, make sure that you contact me, get on a call, talk to me about building a brand uh, producing your podcast, any of that good stuff that we offer. We are a full-scale branding and marketing agency. You're going to find that over at brandbetterco.com. And on there, look for the button that says book a call. That's all you need to do. Thanks a lot, guys, for being here with us today. And I can't wait to see you on the next episode of Wealthy Wellness Biz. Bye now.